0: piecing together the past. The rich discoveries on the M1 Dundalk Western Bypass have provided us with a unique insight into the prehistoric and medieval lives once lived in this part of Ireland. But the information archaeologists drew from these sites was not easily won. Careful scientific excavation and recording techniques were essential to interpret their findings. Once archaeologists left the site... They entered into a long phase of post-excavation analysis and reporting. It was only now that they could begin to unpick the secrets of what they had uncovered. A key element of that process was specialist analysis. Archaeological specialists with specific expertise examined each set of evidence in great detail. The layers of information they added, when combined with the excavation record, helped to bring each site to life. When the prehistoric ceremonial landscape of Balregan produced hundreds of stone artefacts, Site Director Briano O'Donqueda turned to Specialist Dr Eimear Neelis for insight. Her analysis determined not only what the artefacts had been used for, but what type of stone they were made from, and even how they had been made. Ema recognised that some of the flint had been struck using a technique called bipolar napping, This involved placing a flint nodule on one piece of stone to act as an anvil, while it was struck with a second stone that acted as a hammer. But it was not only the technique used. Some of the flakes had been broken off by precisely hitting the flint on a prepared flat edge, part of a method known as platform striking. The Bronze Age shield boss, excavated by Avril Hayes and her team at the Carn Moor funerary complex, was one of the most spectacular finds from the scheme. Siobhan Scully was the specialist called in to examine it. Crucially, her detailed investigation established that the dark brown substance clinging to it were remnants of leather. Identifying the leather meant Siobhan could tell how the shield was made. The prehistoric armourers had beaten the wet leather over a mould, then attached the boss using the small perforations that ran all round its base. Her discovery also meant she knew the shield was functional. While shields made entirely of sheet metal were used for display, those of leather and wood were practical tools. The Karnmore shield had been used for combat. While most early medieval Irish sites do not produce much pottery, this was not the case on the M1 Dundalk Western Bypass. At Shane Delaney's cemetery settlement site of Balrigan, hundreds of sherds emerged during the dig. It fell to pottery specialist Sue Zayak to fill in the picture. She identified the assemblage as ware, a pottery type commonly found in northeast Ireland. It was made and used between the 8th and 12th centuries. Sue was able to tell how many pots were represented by the broken sherds, how they had looked when complete, and how they had been made. Her analysis even identified impressions left by grass and by potter's fingers while they had been coiling the wet clay. During her work, Sue spotted that while many of the pot bases tended to be clean, a lot of the body sherds were covered in soot. She determined the cause. Rather than being placed directly into fires for cooking, the vessels had first been placed upright and the fires then built round them. Susan Kidner was another of the specialists involved with the Balrigan Cemetery settlement. As an osteoarchaeologist, her task was to analyse the human remains identified within the early medieval graves. Even though the bone survival was poor, there was much information Susan could glean. She established that at least 25 people were represented among the surviving fragments. Tiny striations on one of their teeth, known as linear enamel hypoplasia, pointed to an individual who had suffered severe disease or malnutrition when they were under the age of six. As might be expected, she learned that the Balregan community also had lots of the dental problems that came with poor dental hygiene. On the bones of one young woman, Susan spotted signs of inflammation of a type that only results from strenuous physical activity. This starkly illustrates the harsh and exacting lives of ordinary Irish people in early medieval times. These examples represent only a handful of the many and varied specialist contributions to the project. These insights, informed by the work of the field archaeologist, have helped us to gain a deeper understanding of past lives in the hinterland of Dundalk. You can take a deeper dive into the information about the archaeological sites investigated along the route of the M1 Dundalk Western Bypass in the TII publication Around the Bay of Dundalk by Shane Delaney, David Bailey and Jim McKeown. This is one of a series of publications by Transport Infrastructure Ireland. Check out their website at TII.ie for the complete list. And for the detailed technical reports on all of the excavations, have a look at the TII Digital Heritage Collections in the Digital Repository of Ireland at dri.ie. This audiobook was produced by Abarta Heritage on behalf of Transport Infrastructure Ireland. The audiobook was written by Damien Shields and narrated by Gerry O'Brien, recorded in Bluebird Studios Kildare with sound engineer Declan Lonergan. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this audiobook. It is part of a series of TII audiobooks on archaeological discoveries that you can find on our website at abataheritage.ie.